So my friends, on the first Sunday of Lent every year, the church presents us with um, basically what is the scriptural basis for our Lent, which is our Lord's prayer and fasting in the desert for 40 days. That Jesus, you know, uh, the first details, the details of this story are pretty uh, impressive. Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, was led by the Spirit into the desert. That the Holy Spirit should guide all of our Lenten penances. That it's being filled with the Spirit that the church enters into the period of Lent. Not just because we have to, not just because someone tells us to, um, not just because it's convenient um, in a worldly way, but rather filled with the Spirit we enter into Lenten, Lenten penances. You know, penance is something that, and, and sacrifice, mortification, these are things that we don't like. And if we don't like them a lot of times because we look at them in a worldly way, that we're not filled enough with the Spirit that we know that, yeah, we need to offer sacrifices to our Lord. We need to do penance. But also on the flip side, you know, we can do very worldly penances. Um, our Lenten fasting could be a form of dieting. And yeah, people want to diet all the time, right? You got all these crazy good diets. You got exercise programs. And we got people who are going to live a very rigorous life in order to get themselves in shape for a sport or for some type of media role. All you gotta do is read about what famous actors go through for a fitness plan to get ready for roles, and you're like, wow, that's pretty intense. I wonder if any Catholics do that for a spiritual role. Probably not, but it's, a, you know, we can't do these things for a, just a physical purpose. I'll be honest, 100% confession here. I stepped on the scale the day after Ash Wednesday to see if it did any good. Um, but that's not the point. The point is that I do a little bit of fasting and lose a little bit of weight. The point is that filled with the Spirit, we recognize that we're going to give things up to the Lord. And we're going to give up not just sins. We should give up our sins every day of the week. During Lent, we give up even things that are good. Even good things. We give them up out of generosity for the Lord. Look, eating is a good thing. Jesus went into the desert and he fasted. Means he probably ate just small little roots every now and again to keep himself from passing out and just a little bit of water. Right? That, that would have been it. And so after 40 days, he's hungry. After 40 days, we hear Jesus is hungry. Again, just very honest confession here. I was hungry on Thursday morning. And I had an early meeting I had to be in in Hartford, and so I'm here in the church doing some prayer in the morning, and I'm thinking, you know, I probably should cut my prayer short because i got to get over and make myself breakfast because I'm so hungry before I get to my meeting. Again, Father Casey missing the point. Second day of Lent, just totally missing the point. We should be hungry, though, at the end of Lent. I wonder, hopefully, if we have a good Lent, we'll be able to say that. We'll be able to approach Holy Week and say, yeah, I'm a little hungry. Maybe not physically from food, but I'm a little hungry for those things I gave up. We gave up some good things, hopefully, during Lent. And so we need to be, hopefully, by the end of Lent, we need to be a little hungry. We need to be hungry. We need to have that um, natural type of desire. Not inordinate, um, but just we need to be a little hungry. If the things we give up for Lent are things we need to give up anyway because they're sins, then that's not the... We got to do that every day, but rather we should give up the extra goods during Lent. You know, we should give up those extra things in addition to the sins. We should give up something that's good. Today, most of you who got here on time, you gave up an hour of sleep. It was kind of forced by the government, but you did. 
And praise God for that. What if for like, we just gave up just 10 minutes extra in the morning? I just set my alarm 10 minutes earlier and I don't hit the snooze button. Again, 10 minutes, it's a good thing. 10 minutes of sleep, but just a little extra. I'm giving up that little bit of extra stuff so that we could feel that hunger inside us. Because what's that hunger meant to do? The hunger is meant to divert our attention to the fact that, yeah, you could eat all the food you want in this world, but still, eventually, you're going to be hungry again because it won't ultimately satisfy us. Food can't do it. Media can't do it. Power and honor can't do it. Only God can satisfy us. Only God ultimately satisfies us. And so we find in the word of God, we find in times of prayer, then the solution to our hunger. We find that we should be spending our time for the Lord. I'm hungry, but I'm not just hungry for food. I'm hungry for God. I need God in my life. When we fast, we cut out those crutches that kind of distract us from our need for God. If I can keep myself perfectly content and distracted, then I will never recognize my need for God. I will never ultimately find that only in God do I find happiness. If I can just watch, be here doing work in the church, and then just watch Netflix the whole rest of the day until I sleep a perfect 10 hours with a full stomach, then I'm never going to turn into a saint ever. But rather, if we find God, our need for God, by cutting out the crutches in our lives, then we can find that hunger for God. A number of people have told me, and it, it comes from a, good, a place of good motivation, but, you know, I, I hear it every Lent. Father, I'm not giving something up this year. I'm just going to do extra. Well, yes, but it should be both. You should give something up and do extra, right? Just to do extra purely and not to cut anything out. No, Jesus fasted for 40 days, right? Let, fasting is part of who we are as Catholics. Back in the old Middle Ages, that type of fast that we do on Ash Wednesday where you don't really eat that much at all and no uh, meat at all and a couple other things would be what they would do for the whole 40 days. We only got to do it two days a year, right? This would be the whole Lenten season. We should fast. We need to fast. We need to give stuff up because this world doesn't satisfy us. Then we'll find what our Lord says. One does not live by bread alone. You see, as the devil comes and tempts him, our human strength, even the most in shape or mentally astute um, athlete or intellectual, the devil can just run circles around us. It's true, the devil can totally run circles around us. No problem. Pure intellect. And the strongest of the pure intellects, which then fell. The devil is millions times smarter than we are, can run circles around the smart of us, smartest of us like that, can run circles around the strongest of us like that. If we think that just by being smart and strong, we're going to have the power to fight the devil, no way. It's only when we're weak and empty that we rely on God. Only God is strong enough to defeat the devil. Jesus doesn't try to answer the devil with clever philosophy Rather, he cites sacred scripture. We need to be rooted in scripture and in prayer. It's the only tool we have. It's the only thing that'll work when those assaults of the evil one attack us. To be rooted in prayer and scripture. 
And so, when we give stuff up, then we fill that empty space with prayer. We should pray more during Lent because we should have more time from the fasting that we're doing. And then we take that time to pray. Not just to divert one thing for another, but rather we pray. We go to our Lord. We should read scripture. We should be so immersed in the word of God. Our Lord uses scripture when combating the evil one here. And so we find one does not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. What does scripture say? The word is near you, St. Paul says, in your mouth and on your heart. We need the word near us. We need to be immersed in scripture. And so maybe if this Lent we've started off a little differently, well, today let's pick something to give up that's good and then fill that with reading the Bible. Every day we should read scripture. We should read the Gospels, actually. Every day. Even just for five minutes. Just read a part of the Gospel every day to be filled with the Word of God. And then we should actually give real things up that can be sacrifices that then will inspire and cause that hunger which will fill up with the love of God. This is the plan for Lent. This is inspired by our Lord's time in the wilderness. Here's a final point. Luke's account of this temptation of our Lord finishes when, when he had finished every temptation, the devil departed from Jesus for a time. It's kind of a foreshadowing. He's going to come back. In Lent, we should become generally stronger, gradually stronger, in our practice of the faith. And even if temptation may leave us, it's going to come back again. And so we've got to stay rooted in the Lord. We have to stay strong in Him. The evil one's never far off. And so we need a whole life dedicated, not just one Lent, but an entire life dedicated to God. Strengthened and nourished and fed with His Word and with time and prayer. Having those disordered inclinations in our lives um, quieted during the period of fasting. Then we find our Lord. The devil leaves him after all these temptations for a time, but he'll be back. We don't need to be afraid. If we're filled with the word of God, then in all things we can be conquerors in Christ Jesus, our Lord.